You know what that I've noticed as an adult is as a kid, do you know how many times I used to wake up and have like the snot webs out of your nose? You know what I'm talking about? Like no. the crusties around your nose? Yeah. But like I've not had that as an adult. Yeah, that's true. Like what what happened? Oh, I hope I start recording. Blowing our noses. <laughs> Apparently we'd like actually blow our noses yeah. instead of just letting it run and crust all night. CJ. <laughs> <laughs> We have standards here at the NOIC. <laughs> Do we? Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the NOIC Godcast. Good job. That was very nice. I like practicing. I liked the drop down and the bring back up. It was very nice. You You need a better role model. Yes, that's all I got. Well, today is our final episode on disappointment, and I can honestly say, you're disappointed. I'm not disappointed that the series (laughs) is over. It's felt like forever, Uh, but I think it's been a really good series, Mm -hmm. a really good one. Um, So much to learn and move up on, even even for me. Yeah. Um, I greatly encourage you guys to go back and listen to the other five. Yeah, episode four. This will be this will be five. So four. Okay, so the other four episodes. Yeah, last five because we did one in the end of June. June. Yeah, so so, wow, this has been the other five episodes. Go back and listen. It's been a month and a half, y'all. This has been very disappointing. So to wrap things up this month, we're going to talk about disappointing God. Mm. There are a few ways we tend to handle disappointing Him. Um, One way is when we act like. We forget or ignore that we've messed up. Have you ever done that? Mm-hmm. So, like, you get down to Prague and you're like, like, you can feel God, like, remember what you did? He's pressing his finger right on that mm-hmm. spot that you messed up. And you're trying to pray and go everywhere else yeah. besides that one spot that like, he wants to talk, talk about, about, right? And you think, if I, if I don't acknowledge what happened, <laughs> maybe he'll forget. Maybe I'm alone, but it's funny to me that we try to hide things yeah. from God, especially well, in any area, really. But the whole time we're speaking with our lips yeah. about anything else, our minds are focused on not bringing up that disappointment while God is just like waiting for us to, to repent to him, yep. right? Yep. So as humans, we... We don't like to acknowledge when we've messed up. It's uncomfortable. Not fun. We really aren't benefiting anything by avoiding the conversation. Mm-hmm. When we mess up and disappoint God, we need to own up and ask for forgiveness right away. Yeah. So repenting isn't just saying sorry, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked about this before. Um, it's also turning away from sin. Mm-hmm. So after we acknowledge what we've done, then we ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. and we stop doing it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I think that... Um, to put this in a like a perspective, not spiritually, like in a like a physical relationship, mm-hmm. like have you ever done something wrong, and you know you did something wrong, but you're like you think that your parents know, but you don't know mm-hmm. if your parents know. <laughs> but then it's always that awkward thing of like, do I tell? Them? Right. And like, do I get myself in trouble? Do I get myself in trouble? <laughs> Even though you know that if you just came clean about mm-hmm. it, it would be a lot better for oh, you yeah. in the end. We don't have the option of just thinking maybe he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. He knows. Right. <laughs> like there's no, right. I actually tell the kids all the time. Um, they will be doing something like if I hear them run down the hallway mm-hmm. when they're not supposed to be running or when I'm like, you know, even if there's no adults watching you, you know, there's someone always watching you. Right. And they're like, yeah, I know God's watching me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And so it doesn't matter. We can hide from it all we want. But like he's, he's like, right. I can see it. Right. Ultimately, all it does is just delay us. Yeah. From getting back mm-hmm. to fellowship. Makes you that. miserable. Well, and I think it's a lack, like James, it's a lack of perspective of who God is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but what I was thinking was, it's kind of funny, that is like the most childish instinct. Mm-hmm. Like that comes naturally. Like thinking oh, of yeah. Juliet, 
Um, that little girl's sneaky. <laughs> uh, and so if she does something wrong, like a lot of times she'll come up to me and just start like being sweet, beating around the bush. Like yeah. use it. Like yeah. she'll she'll be sweet or she'll tell me a joke or she'll start singing or mm-hmm. she'll start like trying to oh look over here. Yeah. Yeah. And like as she's doing that, I'm like, this is not right. There is something that's wrong. Uh, but that's what we do with God. That's what oh, you're yeah. saying mm-hmm. is that. And so what I'm saying is, would you not say that's immaturity? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spiritual immaturity when we mm-hmm. do that. Uh, because maturity knows who God is and reacts according to who God is. Yep, yep. And so it's, you know what, God, I'm open before you. I know what I did. Mm-hmm. This is what I did. Mm-hmm. I want to get past this. Will you forgive me? I'm going to stop. I'm going to turn the opposite mm-hmm. direction. Uh, it's it's childish when we play mind games with a God who knows everything. Yeah. Right. right. And I think even more so than us just like avoiding the situation, I feel like we throw ourselves into other areas that we feel like we can make him proud in. Right. Mm-hmm. So like right. you're like, well, you know, I lied about this and I really should tell some, like I should go back and tell the person that I lied about it and fix it. But I'm learning all these different songs for church right. and I'm, you know, putting myself into all these ministries. And like, so you're throwing yourself into a, um, a good deed type mm-hmm. of a situation instead of actually just facing. He's like, this means nothing to me mm-hmm. until you get this fixed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's the same thing with the kid, right? Like yeah. Juliet starts out of the blue picking up her toys off the floor yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm like, and yet she scribbled all over the walls. <laughs> like, yeah. that's nice, but let's look over here at what yeah. this yeah. is. You she know cleaned what I mean? the crayons, There's... but she used the crayons for bad things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. So another way that we might approach uh, disappointing God is by thinking we can't go to him at all. I feel like this is a really popular mm-hmm. one too. Um, we've I've messed up too many times. There's no way I could come and talk to him this time. Mm-hmm. The problem with this approach is that it implies that at some point we are actually good enough yeah. to right. talk to yeah, him. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with that um, mentality. Even in our best days, we are so unworthy mm-hmm. to even approach him. It isn't in ourselves that we come to him, mm-hmm. but through Jesus, we're able to actually talk to the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and dad hit that point this morning mm-hmm. um, in his sermon, but it's just amazing to me. And it's something that like you can't, I think dad talks about all the time, like I, we can't teach them this. God has right. to reveal it to yes. them. But once you realize how sinful you really are mm-hmm. and how you can never not be that, yeah. but how his blood covers you. Mm-hmm. There's such a freedom in mm-hmm. that that you just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can't explain. I think one of, and, and it, we've been learning that a lot around here, but I think mm-hmm. one of the things that we lack so often is understanding the totality mm-hmm. of forgiveness in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because like, I think we all live that where we're like, you know, okay, he forgave me up until, until I got saved. Now, oh boy. Right. Yeah. And that's where we're on this roller coaster. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I messed up. And oh, I got to make this better. And oh, I got to do this to help like, no, you're just as incapable after salvation as you were before. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's just as much Jesus before salvation as it was after. Mm-hmm. And so we come to him, he, you know, humbly, as you're saying, and just accept that, you know what? He has forgiven me of all sins. Mm-hmm. I have to turn away from those and turn towards him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, for me, I actually, it's it's one of those things where you if you get out of a habit of something and then it becomes like you don't want to, like you said, you don't want to come back because you're like, I don't know. Like, it's like the whole thing of, you skip reading your Bible a day or two days or three days. And then when you try to come back, you're almost like you feel guilty coming mm-hmm. back to it because you're like, I know that I haven't done this. So right. you try, you start um, avoiding those things because mm-hmm. you're like, well, it makes me uncomfy because I know I'm going to have to fess up that mm-hmm. like I know that I wasn't doing right for these last three days. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, I think that's where we kind of like get that like wall up Mm -hmm. but then it doesn't matter because he's like okay well if you would just admit it you could come back and we'd be all good (laughs) you know what I mean like 
Yep. So, so after we re- repented and recognized where we sinned, next we have to ready ourselves when the next temptation comes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to you about this some time ago when I talked to you about it. But we a talk few, sometimes, few, yeah, sometimes we talk. Uh, a few nights ago, I was struggling with some feelings that I knew I was. They weren't true, but mm-hmm. they just felt so real to me. Mm-hmm. And I started praying, but I felt like I really didn't have anything to pray for, and like nothing had come to my mind, and I just was blank and just really struggling with my mind, and. Um, I felt like God was just telling me to focus on whatsoever things are true mm-hmm. from Philippians 4, 8. And as I laid in bed, I started naming specific things in my mind that are true, just like whether spiritual or not or whatever, just what are, whatever is true, whatever is 100% true that no one can take away. And I kept going until I finally drifted off asleep. Mm-hmm. In a time that I could have made the mistake and messed up or whatever, God directed me and helped me overcome yep. those feelings. Mm-hmm. Not because of who I am, but one, because the scripture was in my heart that I knew to do that. But then God was using that to, to t- talk to me mm-hmm. and helped me to overcome it ultimately. Yeah. So one of the things that we've learned around here, and I don't know that we've talked about it so much on the podcast, but one of the things we've learned here at our church a lot is that what is the role of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to say that name. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so the role of the Holy Spirit is really simple. It's to point to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was pointing to Christ. In the New Testament, the Holy Spirit was pointing to Christ. Mm-hmm. Now that Christ has ascended, the Holy Spirit is pointing to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so the the um, the point I'm making is when you feel that guilt, right, you disappoint mm-hmm. God. What is it that the Holy Spirit is trying to get out of you, if you will? Or what mm-hmm. is he trying to direct you towards? It's not how bad you are. Right. Yeah. That's not the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit's role? He's tapping on the shoulder, reminding you of what you've done. Why? He's pointing you to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's saying that is not like Christ. Right. That is like really monumental mm-hmm. in a Christian's life. And if you don't, again, like Rachel said, we can't teach that to you, but it, that is something that's so freeing and it takes your relationship with, with God to such a new level, understanding how much he loves you mm-hmm. and how much he's pointing you to Jesus. That is, yeah. that is his role is he's continually pointing you to Jesus and he's not here to bash you. He's not here to, yeah. uh, you know, make you say penance or do what, you know what I mean? He's not mm-hmm. interested in that. What's he interested in pointing you to Christ, yeah. getting yeah. you back to Christ? That's the goal here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast. I know I talked about it um, when we were on our mom's mm-hmm. podcast back when, but God used this in a way to show me. Um, so the first instinct when my kids do bad things i want to yell at them like i want to mm-hmm. like you get that honestly yeah right so i love you mommy like, <laughs> <laughs> so like we, like we yell at them we get frustrated right. we get worked up impatient and everything else and one day it was during school and one of the boys did something and i like instantly like, i wanted to yell i wanted to get mad and i wanted mm-hmm. to frustrate i wanted to frustrate i, wanted to I frustrate. was frustrated <laughs> and i felt god tapping me on the shoulder and we're like but see, I correct you, and I don't act that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was lovingly reminded and shown how he he corrects us just as much, if not more so, than just I correct. Just, just as I much. Know, I was like, I'm like, it's like they're not going to bring it up. They're not going to bring it up. <laughs> I was really trying to be good. And then I wasn't. Muffins. Okay. Muffins. <laughs> what was the word you were trying to say? I don't know. I got a muffin. I said as much. I don't know. As much. Not muffins. Um, So God corrects me more so than I correct my children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But never once does he yell. Like Mm -hmm. even chastisement and and all those things, like it's not ever anger. No, it's Mm -hmm. a... It's always lovingly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and God showed me that that's how I should... Isn't it funny though how we want to receive that kind of... Like you're waiting for getting yelled at. Well, Well, what I was going to say was like... Yeah, we would much rather God test us that way, but we would never. That's not how we do, do our children, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and it should be the other way. You know what I mean? We should be doing whatever we receive. We, we give. want more grace right. than what we're yeah, willing to give. Right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep. And so that's what I've 
I'm not great at it, but I've been trying to respectfully how God parents me right. to parent my that children goal. in yeah. that way. Yep. Um, so I know we have been a broken record on here. And I feel like we have brought this up every episode of disappointment, but it must be true then. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but by reading your Bible and truly hiding it in your heart and having a close, intimate mm-hmm. prayer life, we can be equipped to overcome. Yep. Maybe you're thinking, well, I read and pray every day, but it really isn't making a difference in my day. I spent a good part of my Christian walk doing just that. Mm-hmm. I read and prayed every day mm-hmm. because I was supposed to, but I didn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about checking off a chore, but having a meaningful relationship with God. Don't read four chapters, close it up and get on with your day. Read maybe one or two Mm -hmm. and really study them. Maybe listen to podcasts. And we have a whole series on this kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, Nuggets of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) but ask God to speak to you through your reading, Mm -hmm. slow down and listen to him. When you pray, don't just rush in and say a few good things and go on your day. Slow down and and let him lead your prayers. I um when I get down to pray, I always start out with thanking him and then just kind of letting him lead my mind and kind of just spending time with mm-hmm. him. And then I like to go into if I have some requests or something like that. But just letting him lead the conversation has really changed my prayer life. And I feel like that's hard to explain to someone because mm-hmm. I know if I was a few years back, if someone was like, just let God speak to you, my whole thing is, how do you right. know yeah. when God's speaking to you? And yeah. it's hard, but it's a thing that, that God will teach you and show you how. One of uh, my favorite Greek words, do you remember one of my favorite Greek words? Yes, that's the one. No. Uh, look at you. Couscous. Uh, <laughs> that's a food. <laughs> that's always food with you people. Um, no, my favorite one of my one of my favorite Greek words is the word gnosko, and 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 it means to know. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so easy to open your Bible and to read it and say, okay, now I know what the Bible says. But that word actually means experience. Yep. So, what would it look like in disappointment, or really in every day of our Christianity? What would it look like if you stopped reading the Bible? What if you stopped praying? Yeah. But what if you started experiencing the yeah. Bible? What if you started experiencing prayer? What would that look like? It would be God using his word, the Holy Spirit pointing you back to Christ. Mm-hmm. It would be you experiencing the truth of what you just read. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what we really need. Like That's how you overcome disappointment. That's how you mm-hmm. grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. You experience the Bible, not yeah. just read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You experience prayer, him praying through you. You don't just say words. Right, yep. exactly. And I think that's where we've missed the mark in Christianity yep. and, and in a lot of churches is we're, we're pushing, read the Bible, read the Bible. And we're like, it's so boring. I don't want to. Yeah. There's no couscous and muffins. No. And there might be. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's a translation. <laughs> Jamie, that's a recipe book. That oh, is not... <laughs> man. <laughs> See how you confuse the two. Uh, the bread of life. And the... no. um, Mar- um, Betty Crocker did not write the Bible. <laughs> Mm. But that's probably good. <laughs> uh, but but it would change our lives if we would come to the place where we experience it mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just going through the motions doing it. For sure. It's do not think, head knowledge, it's living yeah. it out. Well, well do you think that it's in, in not even just that churches are pushing the wrong version of it, just more of people don't want to have to take the time to do that because that actually takes more time. You could spend an hour in the Bible reading page by page and not get anything, but you could spend the same amount of time and get more out of it, but read less. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like, it's 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 a thing it's, of, because relationship's hard. It's a heart thing. Yeah. It's not a head thing. And that's yeah. where we miss the mark. So you think about, like, you go to a, a job. Mm-hmm. Most jobs, if, if it's, I mean, most jobs, you have some kind of training you go through. Yes. It's easy to sit down and read mm-hmm. the training. That does not mean you can do it well. Like, yeah. I think of, uh, maybe, like, a good example would be a pilot mm-hmm. of a giant jet. 
Oh, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> you could read the pilot's manual. You could read it. You could know it. You could spend every single day you get up and you read it. But until you experience what you've read, those words on a page did you no good. And so it's really, it's a heart thing. Yeah. That Those words went from the page into your heart and now you're living it out, flying a plane. Yeah. Obviously, I do not, but <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I think that's come down to the same people who tell me the Bible is boring mm-hmm. are very interested in other things. Yes. And so I want to tell them like, this is a heart issue. This yeah, is no. not a, I'm tired, I don't get it. This is not a mind thing. This yeah. is a heart thing. Mm-hmm. Gnosko is engaging the heart and mind. Mm-hmm. It means to experience in an intimate way. Yep. And so though you're, you are reading the pages, you're experiencing yep. them. Yep. And you know, the funny thing is, is that like in other books, other things, like you don't typically get to talk to the author, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the funny or thing. Or have is the it, author actually explain it to you yeah right. show right you there. how yeah. like what they meant by mm-hmm. it and so like I think that's the funny thing is it is harder it's harder to have a relationship than it is to have just a strict religion it's harder because you have to put that time in you have to put that like you can't you can't just be like well you know I know God knows wants me to have this like you have to have that relationship and I think that if you were to take the time that you spend trying to justify why you can't do it <laughs> You would be a lot closer to God (laughs) and actually spend time with him. It would be good. You know what I mean? So that's it. So what if we short circuit disappointment Mm -hmm. by no more excuses? Mm. We're talking about God, Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about, I mean, this applies to people too, but we're done with people. We're Mm -hmm. we're talking about disappointing God. If we would stop, if we would start owning Mm -hmm. and if we would start evaluating, search my heart, know Mm -hmm. my ways, if we would start doing that, and stop making excuses, do you know mm-hmm. disappointment would look very different in our yeah. Christian lives? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So I, I know for a fact, if you seek him and truly put in the effort, just like we've been saying, that you will be changed. There's mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it. You'll be changed. Um, does this mean that you never disappoint him? No, unfortunately, yeah. we're human and we will mess up time mm-hmm. and time again. The beauty is that he knows it mm-hmm. and he loves you anyway. Yeah. He can and will help you overcome that one area of your life that you've been struggling with for so long. Then the next time you go down and pray, he'll show you a new area of your life you need mm-hmm. to work on. I think <laughs> we did. <laughs> fun. One that you may have not even known about. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I, and you just can't, I just feel like you can't put into words like, like what I feel with God and what I have with God in my mm-hmm. relationship. I can't tell them. Mm-hmm. They have to know it for themselves. Yeah. And that's what I'm struggling with my kids. Like I want right. my kids to have what I have, yeah. but I can't force it on them. Right. They have to experience yes. it. But once you do, you, it's not a chore, mm-hmm. you know, hours can go by and you don't even realize it. Yep. And like, it's just, you want more and more of it once you get it. So yeah. you, you made the statement of there's just always something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the truth. And that that's the Christian life. The amazing thing is that I believe it's John writes that we will see him as he is, but the better part, we will be like him. Yeah. That's the reality yeah. that's to come is our faith yeah. is made sight and we're actually going to be like him. What's that mean? We're going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's not going to be anything to correct anymore. Mm-hmm. That disappointment will not exist anymore. Yep. That's why there's no disappointment in heaven, right? Yeah, because right. it's all it's all God yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I think we tend to punish ourselves when we feel dis- like we've disappointed God. Well, God just simply wants us to talk and he mm-hmm. wants to help us. Yeah. Um, you have something else? Well, I, just with that sentiment, <laughs> I think he's more interested in the process than the product. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that we're the opposite. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're like, all right, God, let's just get this thing. Yeah. And let's No, he's more. Mold me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make me perfect now. And instead, he's like, no, it's the process. Mm-hmm. You need all those steps to get to where you need to be. And so I think. We could learn a lot from God. Yeah, oh, wow. I <laughs> think so. Known. I would say so. That's probably one of the smartest things you've ever said. 
I don't know whether to be offended or listen. At least I don't read Betty Crocker in the morning with my prayers. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Who's Bob? You, I was. I, I said you had a. We did, we got the symbol. Well, no, I was just gonna say because when you said he loved you anyway, I was gonna ask you if you were gonna use that song. Again. I actually didn't think of it. CJ's the one that gave it to me. <gasps> it's that why it's in a different font. Yes, yeah, that's see. that's how you know that CJ talks. <laughs> that's something. CJ talking. So CJ does a lot more for the Times podcast New than Roman. you guys know when I write them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. CJ, are you in Times New Roman? <laughs> if, yes. if CJ were a font, he would not be Times New Roman. He's Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, Comic Sans actually is pretty fitting. Comic I would Sans say too. you're a Calibre. <laughs> I am. Is that not what you use? No. It looks like yeah. It looks like Calibre. Well, unless it changed over. I say I think that's default with Google. Oh, no one okay. cares about this on the podcast. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> for you who are still watching, guys, you should sit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. There, there's no fonts or anything <laughs> in front of us. You um, use fonts in your head too. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of it that way. Uh, so today's quote. I forgot to put who it's by. Of course, it's Corey Ten Boom. There is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. I thought you were pulling a me. No, I, I for some reason, I don't know. I, I know who it is. I don't know where ha- where she went. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I know where she went. I, I feel like, where she is right I now. Feel like it might have been. Uh, and then the featured content is um, I, one of my favorite songs. I love mm-hmm. the song You Love Me Anyway by Sidewalk Prophets. Kicks the chair. Yeah. Kicks the chair. Mm, kicks I've the chair. Never seen the video. You've never seen the video? Just kicks, kicks, the kicks or kiss? Kicks. It'd be funnier if it kisses the chair. It would be weird. Yeah. weird That's why I don't do music videos. To get really That's weird why you don't do them or watch them. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you did one. It was weird. You've done more than one. Yeah. Oh, really? Life's Highway and yeah. then uh, Clear the Stage. The stage. Yeah. yeah. We should link those. We should not. Yes, no, I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Life's Highway is probably our biggest, uh, our most views on any video we've ever done? Really? Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Even, yeah, it is, it is rather sad. And people comment on it too. Oh, like, no. you stole that song. I'm like, well, it did yes and no. <laughs> we have our own lyrics. Yeah, right. Yeah, Bye. that was something. Well, anyway, (laughs) thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.